things and yes and uh, and that's what you give them i mean it's tough it's tough to create funny but you have to practice it i mean refine no your craft no one ever knows what's funny refine you your craft and your angle but it's what you think is funny but stop worrying about what people think that's, thank you man to the point yeah like just uh just stop worrying what people think and do what you think is funny and you and the crowd will let you know what's funny and um no, you know what no right here in the center it's fine I'll pick, I'll pick yeah. all up. I was just telling him that oh. to get to do the intro oh my bad that's what it was <laughs> oh, <laughs> no worries man you cut him off bro yeah. Yeah. nah you it's good cool, it's cool. yeah you cut off our guest bro yeah. <laughs> the middle of point yeah. uh, before we get keep going uh, Frankie and Chinook again with another episode of No Father No Problem and the special guest 2.0 yeah 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 the returning champ dog uh, Juan Garcia yeah. what's going on bro how you doing Good, good, good. You look good, man. Oh, you look good. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. thanks. Healthy, man. You know? Yeah. Always balling, huh? <sighs> Last Fine. time, I felt, I felt like he was dehydrated because he was like, <laughs> I got a game to play. Remember? Yes. Remember he was like, I got to finish this game. But when he showed up, that was it. He was like in sacko. Oh, dude, yeah. No, man. Look, uh, it's just it's just uh, the adrenaline of being able to play. And then, yeah, it's just it's being active, I guess. Because, yes. you know, I, I, I mean, I came straight from work. So it's like being active to being active to being active. Like, just... Just keep moving, you know. I mean, I'm, you know, there's certain points where I'm tired, but yes, but it's what I gotta do, you know. I you love gotta, having a full schedule, bro. It's the best, like yeah. fulfilling, you know. I don't yeah. feel like I'm wasting time. Yeah. She don't say I overdo it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, your doctor say you overdo it. Everybody says you overdo it, not the, just me. The oh, scale shit. says so. <laughs> the scale says so. Here, put on some your pounds, eyes. Man. Yeah, dude. I don't know if you noticed this last time you were here. I went from a six pack <laughs> to a kegger, man. So. We're well, thinking about changing the name of the show to Two and a Half Man. So Juan, um last time we talked to you, dude, we got a uh, uh, told us about your past, how you got into the game, and we don't yeah. want to repeat ourselves because you know everybody yeah, yeah, already yeah. knows that. Yeah. But it's it's been about a year since we had you here. Really? Yeah, it's, it's been, been about a year, and uh, uh, we upgraded a little bit. Frank got bigger. We got a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been eating well, huh? Yeah. Look at this guy. It's healthy, uh, huh? Yeah, starving, bro. Starving, yeah. He just started. <laughs> yeah. still so we, a, he's still a baby. All right? But, uh, so we want to get an update of what you've been doing from, from that date on because you were, last time we talked to you, you were in the acting. Uh-huh. Uh, and I follow you. you. You play a lot of ball, man. Yeah. You play, yeah, a lot, yeah. You play at, uh, the beaches was real, real cool, yeah, dude. You go yeah. out there. You yeah. Play ball at the beaches, um, uh, YMCA's or, or well, the Well, the 24-hour fitness, wherever. That's what I... I I get the membership for mm-hmm. to travel from like 24 hour fitness to 24 hour fitness playing ball against different people and then you start to realize that the the basketball community is really small because then you start to run into those yes. people you ran with here mm-hmm. over here and they're like hey what's up so you know and then you start to get this mutual respect and then like those are your it's almost like those are your family you know like because you know, you're more, you're interactive with yes. these guys. And, and, and there's people you don't get along with, you know. So, but but you you always have the people that like you or they'll pick you up. And there's always, like, a lot of different politics to getting picked up. And, it, and it's a process, man. Because, <laughs> trust me, I used to play ball. I don't know if I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode. It's, it's, that was a few brain cells ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to play ball at the Hawthorne 24-Hour Fitness when I worked in Inglewood. Yes. And I'd show up, and they'd be like, oh, we ain't playing with Mexicans right now. 
there's a time for the Mexicans or what? Yeah, so it's all it's all, they only there was only one Mexican per like hour or two hours, and then I would come and he would leave, and I, and it was like clocking in Tag and out. In, you know? <laughs> it was really strange. Tag in. Hey, no. You have to earn it in those places, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no, hey, no, and the funny part is that after a while, yeah, I started being able to say, hey, I have necks and hold it down. Like, yes. Because that's what, it happens a lot playing ball. Like, if, if you're not, like, uh, assertive, aggressive about keeping, having your necks, people will just, nah, yeah. nah, nah, I called it. Nah, yeah, I was sitting over here, dog. I was, I, I was over there lifting weights or something. Mm. So, yes. like, and, and that's what I learned in Hawthorne because they used to be like, Nah, we don't. We don't know, man. And then I'd be like, "Well, then I got last." And then when the, the last game would end, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's me." You know, <laughs> I learned, dude, because when I used to play at Venice Beach, well, because I started there, um, like when I was like 22. Yes. Um, I was. I started playing ball in 11th grade. That's when I got into it, and then it led into like uh, ben, Venice Beach because I used to play that game, um, NBA Street. Did I mention this on the last one? Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Oh. Yeah, is it like uh, on the video games? Yeah. So, so you know how they all have these different courts? Yes. Um, they had Venice Beach. And I always, like, they allowed you this mode where you created a player. And, you know, you would play at Venice Beach and play the best players. So I was like, man, I want to be one of those <laughs> characters, but at real Venice Beach. Yes. That's cool. So man. I went out there. At 22, and, and that's when I, I was getting punked for my next. And like, I'd be like, uh, who got, I'd be like, who got next? And I was like, me? No, you don't. Okay. <coughs> so it started like that. Oh, shit. And then there, there, was a, there was a man named Milt. He, uh, he lives in Florida now, but Milt was like really, really old. And he still played with us. The white hair dude. Yes. He's from Jersey. He, this, you know what he taught me? He's like, because they call me chicken, and we'll get we'll get to that story right now. <laughs> they call me chicken, and he's like, he's like, chicken, come here. I'm going to teach you something. If someone ever gives you shit, you put your you put your lip all the way to the bottom right of your mouth, and you tell them, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, did they treat you like uh, like in the movie White Man Can't Jump? Uh, like, who's got that cat? I don't know, man. Like, you know, nah, they treated me a little worse than that. <laughs> They didn't even pick up, right? Yeah, dude, yeah, I'm telling it's you. It's rough, look. man, it's no, rough. No, yeah, yeah, dude, I, I used to um, I used to get, I'm telling you, the only reason I, and this is how it happened, look, the, that man, Milt, would, he would always get there really early, like at 8, and he'd have a, the list, and I'd be like, Milt, you know, you have the list, and, and when I first wrote my name down, when I found out about the list, you had to find out about it. So, yes. So then I wrote Juan, and I went to go shoot around, and a few games have passed, and and I was like, hey, no, 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 I have next. And they're like, what's your name? Juan? Oh, man, we crossed your name out a long time ago, brother. <laughs> like, oh. like, you're not even playing. So the next week, I went back. And they used to call, they called me chicken at a, at a gym in Los Nietos right there in Santa Fe Springs. Mm -hmm. I used to ball there in the mornings. They used to call me chicken. So I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm just going to write chicken on the list this time. So I wrote my name. I went to shoot around, dude. Can you believe that the guys that were like, oh, hey, who's chicken, man? Like, they started asking who chicken was. 
Yeah. So they finally found me, and they're like, "Hey, your man, your name's Chicken." And then, and then he just started laughing, and he's like, "Hey, what well, you got next, man?" <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to bring yeah. this up. But what brothers don't love chicken, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, <that's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just made yourself oh, appealing to yeah, it, yeah, dude. Hey, and, and, and you play with Italian foods, your name be spaghetti. Right? <laughs> and, and, and everybody's fighting over but you. Man, like, hey, I want the chicken. Who, like, hey, who's cannoli? You took the chicken, man. You played with the oh, dude. Oh, dude. And no. then Venice, uh, uh-huh. like Newport. Huntington Park, Huntington Park, Park. Beach. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm really crappy at shooting, but I remember I was worse there because a little draft in the air, you know? Uh-huh. Like, if you don't know how to work that, I mean, you're dead meat, you know? You well, know, he's working the boards, you know? That's when you start to use the bank shot. Yes. You know? Because, I mean, the bank shot is like it's a morning. very consistent. Yes. Or, or you just have to learn to adjust, man. Like, at Venice Beach, it's always like. <laughs> fucking sand in your glasses or you're on you know and, and it's dude it's crazy it's like ballers they're like passionate about it like they'll play in any weather you know what i mean yes. like we've played out there like 100 degree weather like when it's windy and and you just learn to adjust like like when when i shoot when it's windy i just shoot higher you oh, know? Really? yeah you just shoot higher I, well, I mean, it's like a float or something. Yeah, or, or, dude, it's weird. It's almost scientific. Maybe, if maybe it, have crappy rotation or something, but I couldn't shoot for squat at the so beach. So if man. it's blowing this way, you might want to shoot it over <laughs> here. And it's gonna so go. at the beach, I'll just frank the, you know, frank the bank, man. You know, just uh, hook it off the, the yeah. bank. You know, you, like you said, you got to give yourself a nickname. Off the board, man. <laughs> and then you start to think, frank the bank, and bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Right? Over so, and over, yeah, yeah. So that was it. Like you know, forty-five degree angle, easy, man, easy money. Yep. But man, it was rough, man. I, I you know, I'm, a, I'm a, I have a shitty percentage in shooting uh-huh. at the beach. Worse, forget. I just, I just gave it up, man. I mean, you just give up the whole playing the sport. Paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just play everything else, you know. But hey, man. Ho- well, hopefully, it, it doesn't happen like that in comedy. I don't know. All right. You know hey, what, let's just hope, you know. Let, let's hope, man. But you know what? He's a. Uh... He's too hard-headed to quit, man. Really? I mean, he's uh... the the tougher something is, the more I think I have a chance. Well, look, this, this is this is my advice. It just if you're really serious about it, it's gonna take years, because this is the beginning steps of 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 what it is. Yes. There's so many layers to it. You have to learn them all, you know. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's 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 so crazy. I mean, it, you know, I'm gonna bring up like Kobe, Kobe Bryant, like. Because that's what it is. It's you know the fact that he um, he shot around so many times every day, every day, every day, and it's the same thing. Like I've shot around for a long time, so you're barely learning. Like just like you're saying, oh my shooting's not that good. Yes. You could say that about your stand-up if if it doesn't go well, right? Because you're yet to start like to find your voice. Yes. You know, you have your sense of humor, but your voice, like, what do you want to talk about? What do you, what do you believe, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Thank you. Yeah. But, oh, uh, man, uh, uh, the tougher, the, the, the worse you have something, uh-huh. the more I think, you know, I have a shot, man. So that's all the way, I, that's the way I am about things, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's sports or anything else. So that's why, you know, in comedy, I love it, man. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to love it. I mean, yeah. if not, it gets boring. I mean. Here, no one's ever said it was easy. Yeah. No, all the comics that we had out here, and 
Someone even told them, you know, just fucking quit, dude. <laughs> like, don't, what do you have? A, what advice you have for young comics? Ah, fucking quit. Dude. Don't even get into this fucking. <laughs> it's rough. You, 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 the only people that do it are the people that love it. It's gotta be. Uh, uh, you gotta be in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. Juan, how's your, how's your español, bro? It's very good. It, I mean, like, like it, one it, to ten. Uh, about a nine. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Can yeah. you like? Can you do like the evening news on Telemundo like that? Good. Buenos días. Aquí es Juan García. En rojo, al rojo vivo. Al rojo vivo. Is that the dirty channel? Telemundo. <laughs> Telemundo. All right. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, oh, you know, uh, Una explosión en Nueva York. All right. Se cayeron las torres. I speak. I, um, not, well, a news reporter would be different, but if you tell me like speak like a Mexican, yeah, I can All do right. it. Can That's do. cool, man. You're uh, doing Spanish comedy yet? I tried it, and... Uh, some sets were successful, others I lost my Spanish, yeah. you know, because I never practiced it. So, but I mean, I know, this, look, man, this is the thing. I spoke Spanish first, so the way that I speak and understand English is in, in, in Spanish, because I translated all my jokes in English, and none changed in order. The words did not change in order. That's cool, man. Because that's that's the way you you learn how to thought. I mean, how to think. I'm over here losing myself. No, but you know that's how you learn how to think in Spanish. So, even when you learned English, you were learning it in Spanish. It's, it's so strange. It was backwards a lot of the times. Yeah, you know? yeah. When Spanish it, is your first language, you know. Yeah, like uh, being Mexican, like. You hear certain songs and you think they say other shit because your fucking English isn't that well. <laughs> right. Even yeah. your parents Dude, that, 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 that Nate Dogg song, to me, it sounded like never ring the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> to robbing somebody, right? As opposed to being in jail yeah. and visiting, yeah, right? Yeah, damn, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like, that it happened to me a lot growing up of, uh, of me mixing up like English words because I was understanding them in Spanish because you just that's that's just how your brain thinks but you're actually more intelligent because of it yeah, you know multiple languages you know because we could communicate three ways Spanglish English and Spanish you know what I mean yes you meant like we're beyond that like we could communicate without even having to speak to each other Oh, it flowers, you know? Yeah, that. <laughs> you know who's good at that? Asians, man. Like, I, I've met Asian people who don't speak English, and they'll just they'll just be like... <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. You know? And you just learn how to go with it. And you're like... <laughs> and then they bust out the little flask. <laughs> Afternoon tea? Yeah. You're like, no, man. <laughs> Yeah. So are you gonna give that a try, or that's not for you, or what, what? Spanish comedy? Because that's that's I heard that's hitting strong. It's getting. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I I, I think maybe English is lacking right now, and mm-hmm. that's the way everybody's going. You know what I mean? I mean, it's. I mean, you could look at it both ways. I mean, it's it's a Spanish, but the transition from an English speaking comic to a Spanish one is it, it's like starting all over, dude. Yes. It's like starting all over, like, but you're quicker to perform it with confidence if you're able to translate it the same way I'm, I'm saying. Like, if your English and your Spanish are the exact same, your jokes will be the exact same. Because, okay. I look, like, I'm like, 
you know, the smog check is like pre pregnancy test for your car. No, el pinche smog check es como una prueba de embarazo. It's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, I don't have to switch it. I yes. just have to practice it. I just have to go up there and be like, hey, ¿cómo están todos? No, no, pues no van a aplaudir. No, no está bien. Entraron gratis. ¿Qué más? You know, like, and yeah. like shit like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I have to have the confidence that I have in English. In English, I mean, in English, it's so easy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I took my shots in English, so I know what to do now up on stage. But in Spanish, like, I know how to shoot, but it's it's different. Yes. You know, I have to adjust my shot now. And, and tinker with it and, you know. Yeah, like. More practice with it. Yeah, so you should record yourself. You should record yourself and. Um, I started doing that, yes. For the, it, uh, just to. Uh, you turn to it hear. off in 30 seconds. Like. <laughs> no, just to see where people um, react and to what points. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I do uh, as a. As a, I guess as a newbie, like you said, is I, I overrun my jokes. Like people are just laughing, and I'm already starting on my next yeah. joke. And my next joke, I'm way too fast on them. Yeah, the pause. And I so mean, I need more pauses, man. Like you know, I'm yeah, like jokes. I mean, because if you're telling me a thought and then you overlay it with another thought, then I'm like, oh shit, which one should I process? Yes, yes. You and, know, uh, you make because you gotta think like how people's brains work. When you want to say something, when you're expressing something, you say. The first thing, sometimes you'll react and, and cut off what he's saying. And it'll, you know, but it'll create, it'll still create that. You know yes. what I mean? Like. They're already in sequence with you. Yeah. So you have to connect, like, with people. Yes. You know? Yeah, I noticed, uh, like, uh, I'm getting to a punchline and they're already laughing. And I'm like, oh, shit, should I hesitate? Should I let them laugh it out? Just or? let them laugh. So that's, that's, I, your, that's, that's your that's your goal. Your goal, yeah. your goal, right? Your goal is not to say a thousand words in five minutes. <laughs> it's like it's not writing an essay. I know. Hey, just <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Yes, like that. your your job is to get laughs. So let them laugh because that's how you're gonna be like, okay, they laughed at this. Oh, they laughed at that. And those are the jokes you're gonna want to keep. The ones they don't laugh at, you're gonna wonder, okay, why didn't they laugh here? And and it's gonna bother you. If it if it doesn't bother you, then you don't care. But if it bothers you, it's because, oh, man, you know, like, I better fix it or get rid of it. or Yes. Uh, uh, some of my jokes are mostly, like, little statements. And the ones that I laugh at, I'm like, did I kick them in the balls or something? Because they're, like, you know, uh, statements. I mean, borderline, what do you talk about? Borderline racist or borderline, like, uh, kicking, like, turn people in the, in the, in the balls, you know? Like, uh, like, neck tattoo people or Raider fan people. Can you, can you translate all this? <laughs> uh, he, he says jokes that might offend people because he's talking about their neck tattoos and, you know, and Raider fans. So that, so, I miss, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, the, some of those jokes, they don't laugh. Uh -huh. And like you said, it bothers me, but it bothers me to the point, like, they did not laugh because I stepped on their toes or they did not laugh because it was just funny. So that's where I'm at on some, I on mean, some jokes. But there has to be people with neck tattoos there, no? Oh, uh, yes. So, I mean... So you got to think of it like that. Like, man, I'm glad there's no people with neck tattoos here, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Because these guys are scary. Like, let them know, oh, you know, I'm scared of people. With, I'm scared of people with neck tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I see sleeves and, uh, and like, a uh, 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 sideburn. Yeah. Once I see the sideburn tattoo, I know, man, like, you know what, this guy. S sleeves don't bother me. Sleeves don't bother me. What, what, what gets me is uh, the neck tattoo. 
Because they're not really too worried about employment, you know what I mean? And the the, the skull tattoos, you know? And well, it looks like a hairline. Yeah, those worry me because those guys don't give a fuck about getting a 9 to 5. They're doing something fucking... Uh, <laughs> those, those fucking scare me. Those, hey, those, are, those are the guys you'd be meeting on uh, on Imperial and Wilmington right there at the Blue Line and Green Line intersection <laughs> oh, yeah. at 11, dude. Yeah. Damn. Those are the guys that scare me. Sleep guys? No, nah, that's just very artistic. You, 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 know? Like, you know, they're not good at making life decisions, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Those, yeah. Hey, um, yeah. how's your acting class going? Oh, man, it's 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 going very well, man. I mean, um, I, I I can't explain the the growth, but it's just I'm, a, I'm able to step into, like, if you give me a script, I'm able to read the, the, the fine print up top because that's yes. what you always got to do. You have to read the fine print up top and get a description of your character. What's your character? And and now that I have a script, I know how to be be that character right away. Like, okay, this is what you know, like this this last class, um, I'm playing this guy named Kevin who takes his brother's ex girlfriend. But it's like a comedy. Yes. You know? And uh, I'm this old guy with this really young chick. And then he brings his new girlfriend, and then I'm like, hey, they're here. <laughs> hey, this must be Natalie. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're like sex buddies. And I was like, <laughs> sex buddies, you know? So it, it's like, it's almost like I have to, because the teacher's telling us this is a romantic comedy. So this is my first time reading that script. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I hadn't memorized the lines. Yes. But I was able to connect in the scene. So now, this week, I have to prepare and, and, and remember all my lines. But Man. she's allowing us to do improv, which allows me to, even if I forget my line, to keep the scene going. So that's where stand-up comes in because, because I'm able to be like fill in the gap. Yes. Just, like, just like when like, you know, you're talking about that silence... I'm able to fill in the gap with a thought. Okay. So even if we we didn't have a script, we could create one. Like by saying like, "My name's Chicken." <laughs> Just think, right. and, and I'd be and, 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 and yeah, exactly. And I'd be like, "Your name's Chicken." Yeah. Your yeah, name's Chicken. Go, yeah. Your name's Chicken. How yeah, my name's Chicken. See, I'm plump. So you see, but you see how there there's no script, and you just straight go in there and yeah, uh, and and then your stand-up how did you get uh develop that? Yeah. Well, look, man, it, this is this is crazy. But it goes back to, you know, episode one. Um, when I was eight, and I, I felt like I never really had a childhood. Mm-hmm. So when I took this class and I started to see these really young kids being great actors, it's almost like it brought out the young part of me that probably should have been acting. Because, I you know, so that's what I mean. Like, stand-up still led me to that, you know, okay. which... Which allows, which allows me to, and, and not only in acting, in, in life, like, it allows me to, to accept people, you know? Yes. You know, we're very, I mean, we're very judgmental sometimes, but when you just accept people for what they are, you know, and, and even if they made mistakes, you know, of, of course, you're not going to allow people that, that did you wrong back, I'm saying, like, but for people that are trying to do good, have a good heart, that's... That, that's pretty much what everybody wants, you know, yes. and, that, and that's what acting taught me, like how to connect with people, even though I don't understand them, to try and put myself in those shoes. Okay. 
or when when I play a character that, like, let's say they asked me to play, they've asked me to play a New Yorker. So then I have to put myself in a perspective of a New Yorker. Because you know what I mean? Like, being from L.A., I'm like, I don't want to be from New York. <laughs> right? Yeah, true. But, but, but I have to take myself out of that mentality, and it allows me to be like, all right, you know, how do New Yorkers think? And what would I do if I was a New Yorker? And then it starts to make you think, oh, you know, no, no wonder they're jerks. Dude, it's so packed over there. Yes. You know, so. Rent's expensive, yeah, yeah. And, and all you eat is pizza and sandwiches, yeah. you know? And yeah. I hear there's more rats Tense. than people there. <laughs> no, that's a fact. That's actually They fact. got their own subway station. <laughs> yeah. No, um, we had uh, one of the guys from the, um, Sarah's Market, Steven. Steven? Yes. Oh, fuck out of here. Hold it at his name, right? He's a New Yorker. And he talks about, he goes, he goes, well, there's uh, like three rats for every person that lives over there. Yeah. He goes, and not just regular rats. I mean, the big, they're like cat-sized rats. Because their uh, they're trash system, it's not like ours. But they don't have trash cans out there. It's all plastic bags. Throw them on the sidewalk. They pick them up. But a fucking a hungry rat it's the size of a cat so it's ripped through that plastic bag, right? Yes. So so that's why they're mad. That shit's killing raccoons. I was telling him, I go, you're lucky to count Volt, right? <laughs> or a fucking Master Splitter would be mayor, you know? <laughs> that shit probably wasn't a lie. <laughs> that <laughs> probably was. Yeah. The turtles probably really existed. Now. Yeah. <laughs> fucking kill the rats. You know, uh, all the preservatives, man, are making them bigger. Yeah. Just like, you know, immigrants from one generation to the yeah. next, they become giant. Oh, yeah. All yeah. the rats and all the preservatives are getting yeah. all huge, you know? No, yeah, but I mean... Like, just being in that class has allowed me to see a different world, you know, outside of of stand-up. I mean, stand-up, I'm telling you, stand-up is cool, but you have to learn what it's going to lead you into. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and for me, that's what it is right now. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm going to go do comedy tonight, but, you know, I really, really want to just be the best of the best you know, yes. in, in that and and I and I feel that stand up pushed like it, it it almost pushed me like really into acting because I learned how to write my own script. Yes. So so now when I have a script in front of me, then I'm like, okay, how would I be funny in this situation? You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. easy because someone already wrote it for you. All you really have to do is just be like, wait okay. for that moment. Yeah, right? it's like okay, I put myself in my mentality like. How would I feel if I took my brother's girlfriend, <laughs> you know, and like, and then that's how I would approach it, you know. Hey, you know, they say uh, actors uh, dig into like the real life situations. You get a script where you got your heart broken. Do you ever go back to a time when you were with the vieja that left you? And you, you have this, And then you go in and use that. Pain you have to. You have to. That? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's happened to me in some scenes in class where, where, um. It was a scene where I we had to create our own characters. Like, she she gives us these projects. Like, for example, she'll be like, "Okay, you know, write a scene of you either walking into a hospital for something, right?" And I had written one where I walk into the hospital to see my grandma, but it's too late, and I walk into the wrong room. So the the other actor he created like a blind black man, and then so <laughs> yeah. So I had to, I had to like, you know, be devastated. So I went back to a, because this teacher goes, if you're going to commit, commit, like, don't come in here, like giving me half ass shit. Like if you're going to cry, cry. So I went back to a point where one of my aunts had died 
and it made me sad. And I walked in thinking like, damn, you know, my, you know, my grandma's gone. I didn't get to see her. And then, so his character in me, he didn't have family. That, that was his character. So you see how just by us, me creating my scene and him creating his, like, we ended up being like, you know, I don't have family. I, lo- I lost, I lost my family. I lost my kids. So when I said I lost my kids, I went back to a point where I was in that relationship with a girl with kids and how it affected me mm-hmm. to let go of that. Mm-hmm. So that's where I drew from. Yeah. So and that's what I mean. Like acting, it allowed me to understand that your feelings are okay. You know, no one's ever said that. Like what you feel is wrong. So well, being a Hispanic, it, you know, Frankie comes in, Frankie's a big believer or, or a big victim of this is, uh, feelings are wrong. They fucking sack up. Or yeah, you were. Right? Yeah, you were. You, you weren't allowed to show, you know, emotion. No, no, and that's and that's how we were too. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I had a brother who, you know, who really pretty much wanted to, you know, control things sometimes, and 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 it almost felt like I can't express myself. But that's what stand up did for me. I was like, hell no, like I can't, I cannot be held down like that. You know what I mean? Like. Yes. And that and that's what one thing I realized, um, you know, through all everything I've done is like, I never like being held down. If I feel held down, man, I I get out. You hey, know what I mean? You know what, uh, Frankie's uh, uh, who he is. I mean, uh, like times ten, man. He, you know, he, he his his beliefs are strong. Yeah. I think he needs an acting class. <laughs> <laughs> As, I think an acting class uh, would help me, Frankie. No, no. As yeah. it is, I'm already crying at the movies, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I think it'll... We'll give him a, a few years. A few years. I, I think our psychologist, bro, I, I'll fall yeah. apart, man. It'll, 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 it'll destroy my temple of... Uh, of... Uh, of... Uh, well, of cavemanism. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it's... It's... it's um, it's it's another level of, yes. of of you expressing yourself and showing emotion because mm-hmm. cool, because emotion is good there right yeah yeah like, emotion is good That's yeah good. get all the stuff you feel guilty about and use it for a script you know yeah yeah so yeah no it's 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 so to answer the question it's going it's going really well man. all right cool cool um so <coughs> you reminded me of something last time you were with the girl that had a couple kids. Uh-huh. And right now you're like, it helped me get over it. You, you, you got, you're done with that relationship? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would be your update, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, no. Because I remember you're like, we're, we're going back and forth. I'm not sure. I miss the kids. Yeah. Or... Yeah. So, so yeah, man, I gave myself time to, um, to just be like, you know what? Um, let me be by myself. Worry about me. Because I felt like, you know, that relationship, like I. I gave a lot of myself. Yes. So, so then it just felt like maybe I need to put that same energy towards myself. You know what I mean? If if someone's not appreciating it at that point, or if they found flaws in in whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. then you know what I mean. Then it wasn't gonna lead to anything else. Yes. You know. So now that I gave myself time, like I'm able to see like, hey, it's about me. Let me love myself. The same love I was seeking from a woman, I give to myself. Yes. Right? Whatever. No, Because no, it's, it's whatever true, whatever you feel you need from someone is what you need to give yourself. And yes. once I practiced that for a year, two years, I was like, you know what? I know what I want. 
You know what I mean? Like I do that in the shower every morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you I, neglect yeah. yourself. You neglect yourself. As long as you're you like s- on top of that, <laughs> as long as you serenade yourself, <laughs> I think you're okay. Yeah. I'm ready to play the violin. In the I, I think, you know, man, I'm with, uh, not electric, right? I, I, I'm not, one of the old cats at work, and whenever the a lot of the young guys are going through stuff, mm-hmm. I tell them if you're doing way more of the work in the relationship and still getting shit. Then it's no longer a you problem, man. It's their it's their problem, yeah. you know. So that's we gotta like you know, haul it back yeah. in. They don't say, wait a minute, you know. Yeah, because I mean, there there's so many factors. I mean, and, and you know what? Some people put those things to the side, and, and which I feel I did. You know, a lot of a lot of stuff that I didn't accept in the beginning, but I said, you know what? Let me you know let me try it out, and you know, and then you just start to see. Okay, this happened. This happened. This happened. This was said. This was said, and I'm all. Dude, I'm I'm working pretty hard, you know, back going back and forth. So I'm, I was just like, after that, it gets tiring. You know what I mean? And yes. then, and then you just start to realize, like, hey, you know, there's no love here. Just you know, just based on what they say to you. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like you, you start to know. You start to know when they no longer like you or love you or you know whatever. So it's like, why torture yourself? So I had to learn to uncling myself from those emotions, you know, towards those towards those kids because that yes. that's what it was at the end. It wasn't so much like, hey, I want to stay with this chick. You know yes. what I mean? That it was more like, damn, dude, I feel bad that that I stepped into these kids' life and I had to leave. Yeah. You know, and and because you know, maybe their mom told them the truth or maybe she didn't tell them the truth, but you know, like if I were to tell them, like I, you know, I, I'd have to be like, I apologize, like you know, you guys meant a lot to me, and but with the type of person that I feel my ex was, I feel like she probably, she probably wouldn't say it that way, you know what yeah, I mean? Made you look bad, yeah, so yeah. She comes out clean in yeah, front of her kids. Yeah. You know, the only thing you got to worry about then is like ten years from now, those kids kicking your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's that dude, get him. <laughs> hey, hey man, no, that's not the way it went down. Fuck you. No, yeah, so so it's like uh, you know, it, it, all that's forgiven. So it's it's so I learned I I learned, you know how to how to want that for myself. So it, you see how you know my life changed in in a sense. Like okay, so I learned how to be a father, or you know, yes. or so now it's gonna switch over to me really being a father and being like okay, I remember like what it was to raise a two year old. To raise a six-year-old, to raise a seven-year-old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And so then, you know, it was it was very family-oriented that relationship, uh, but it probably wasn't built for me. You know what I mean? Like, so so now when I transition into mine, I'm gonna learn to work things out. Yes. You know because that's what that relationship taught me. Like work things out, work things out, but. The way we were working things out, it just it just kept getting disrespectful, you know. And and I was like, and I, I should I shouldn't I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be feeling drained, you know. Especially after you know doing a lot. So yes. So it's just you you know what I, I when you said it's it's hard to tell uh, whether you're in a relationship for love or convenience or you're paying half the rent, you know, sometimes you, you, you forget that, thing, yeah. you know, you forget that, you know, but there's got to be love in this relationship, you know. The, the the way I know my wife still loves me is um, 
I get out of the shower naked, and she still finds me sexy. And I'm like, you fucking crazy woman. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> but it, but it's a, it's, it's an energy thing. Yeah, it, I, I guess that's what it is. And she's like, ooh, check it out. I'm like, what, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> so, well, the, the, the day she starts whistling me out of the shower, then I'll, I'll start asking yeah, some no, more but, questions. No, you know? but it's, it's, it's the energy, man. Like, it's the energy that you guys have probably kept for a long time. So when you, and you as a person start to sense that, like, me, I'm very into that. Like, if I start feeling like, nah, there's something up here, like, you know, that's yourself telling yourself, like, the the, the emotion is, is gone. So, so to me, I, I've never been the type, like, oh, I want to be with a supermodel. Like, to me, it's always been like, hey, if this chick is cool, if a girl can make me laugh, yes. like, dude, that's like... That's big, right? Yeah, dude, I, I met a dude, I, I was... When I used to work at a pharmacy, I met this chick, and um, and she was she was bi. She had kids, and then she turned. She was, it, she, she was bi. Yeah, so oh. she had kids, and then she turned lesbian. So then I met her, and she would always make me laugh. And I ended up being with her for like five months, and it was like a cool relationship because we would laugh, and that's what I'm saying, like. Sometimes you meet people like that. Yes. And and you get along because of that. And then yeah, you know, you do have your issues or whatever, but you know that and that that's that's the type of stuff that I look for. You know what I mean? I don't I don't look for like, oh, hey, you know, this chick has a house, so I'm going to go move in with her. Because that's what you know, that's what they make it seem like. But it's like, dude, I was give, you know, giving money towards that home that didn't give me anything at the end, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. so it's like I don't I don't expect anything because I did it with a good heart, good intentions. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's one thing I learned too. Like when you do, no matter how wrong people do you, as long as you know you did it with a good heart, you don't even have to feel guilty, man. Like you just you just keep going, you know. Yeah. Even though it'll bother you a little, but you let it go and. And you know, and you just, you know, you'll get it back later. It's 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 yeah. crazy. So, so yeah, man. I mean, it's. Um, so right now we can say Juan single. Single. All right, ladies, Juan single. I don't know how to, I don't know how to whistle. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, but yeah, man. All right, man. That's a that's a good update, Juan. And uh, you know, we've had you on and. Uh, we're gonna get uh. Oh, you have anything you want to ask Frankie before we switch over to you? No, you know the last we'll time you were up. here, I wanted to say um, I wanted to go. Hey man, I used to, I used to be at Garcia, bro, <laughs> and I, I cut off my name, you know, because uh my name was uh well my first name used to be Jose, and my last name used to be Garcia. And you know there's like a million of those fuckers everywhere, so I, I cut them off and I kept my two middle names, you know. Like uh, but yeah, I used to be a Garcia man. This is one of your jokes. No, no, that's a real, real life thing. Like uh, I, I cut off my name, you know. It was four names, and I cut them in half, you know. It has to do with the no father, no problem. So, uh, the, yeah. So right, yeah. Uh, he, wow. He, he, so he, last time I was gonna he, say he, that he didn't have a connection with his dad, so he said, "Fuck you, fuck the last name." I just cut so him off. He you know? took the, the his mom's maiden name, right? Yeah, but last time, I, yeah, I forgot to tell that dude. Yeah. Uh, I used to be a Garcia. And right now that there's so many Garcia comics, I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad now. More he like, wants to get invited no, to the no, family no. party. Well, I'm gonna change my, is, hey, I'm gonna change my name to Chepel soon, so you could stay with the Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been gone for like over 20 years, yeah. so it's cool. Oh. But yeah, man. So but you have to add that little hyphen like, <laughs> from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Garchi. Like the psycho player. <laughs> El Garchi, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, thanks for the update, Juan. Uh, you know what? Today, I was... Um, I got a call this morning, and my daughter goes, Dad, we need a ride to the airport. Uh, or not the airport, to the CVX. You familiar with the CVX? CVX? Yes. Where? In uh, not San, San Diego, San Isidro. All the way over there? Yeah. You familiar with that place? Nah. I, I know where the city is. I don't know where... So what they what they did is they made a it's like a bridge you you, you, you go to the United States side, you park and then you, you let the passengers off. They go in, they show their passports, show their boarding passes, check in their their, their luggage, and then just uh, cross the border at that location. That way you don't gotta cross the border, go to the airport, drop off people, and then come back. So they just made it more convenient. Yeah. My daughter calls me up and she goes, "Dad, can you give us a ride? You know, our, our we lost our our, our driver." Yes. So, like, no problem. I drive them down there. On the way back, I'm listening to the radio, right? I'm not paying attention where I'm at. I'm just following. I'm on the 15th somewhere, and I don't know where I'm at. And I'm listening to the radio, and the fucking radio, and they have all these commercials for candidates, for, you know, uh, Congress, and I, I don't know who the fuck, you know. Yes. I don't know what, what is actually going on right now. And I'm listening to this, and I'm waiting, you know, for that part where it says, fuck Trump, uh, vote for this. And it wasn't one of those commercials. It was... Uh, he goes, I, I support Trump. I want the wall up. I, I was trying to uh, drain the swamp with him. I support Trump. Vote for me for congressman. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? Where the fuck? I, was, I fucking took off. I go, I'm in the wrong fucking place. Yeah. Where we're at right now, we hear local commercials made for people in, in the area, right? Radio. And where I was at, I was like, holy shit. And that tripped me out, but it made me realize that where we're, where we're at right now, there's a lot of people that think like us, but it's a big fucking country. It's a big fucking country. It's a big fucking state. A big fucking state, big country. And I was like, holy shit, that trip me out, dude. Anybody with a high-ass truck, okay, is voted for Trump. Four inches and higher? Voted for Trump. Like, you could tell the cars that voted for Trump. Like, dude, I drove a long time doing Lyft. And you just learn. You just learn who the racists are. And, you know, they cut you off and stuff. Oh yeah, man! It, 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 made me, it made me realize, you know, um, where we're at. Mostly Hispanics, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody's, you know, they're all against Trump, and and you know, we need change. And I can't believe you did this, but it's, a lot of the country doesn't believe that. A lot of the country doesn't believe that, and it it, it kind of gave me like a like a, like a fucking gancho liga. Hey, man, balls, man. It, it made me realize, hey man, there's there's a lot more out there. A lot of people that are also voting, you know? Well, uh, for me, I would say that, uh, you know how everybody always uh, criticizing the, the millennials about the everybody gets a ribbon? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it makes for weak kids. But the win at all costs makes weak adults, you know? Because uh, anytime you can win by cheating and you're still proud we won, you're, you're really a loser, you know? Whether we're talking World Series, elections... Football, you know, uh, if there's any question that you might have cheated, but the the fans say we still won, that's a loser mentality. But it comes from the the win at all cost thing that from the old generation. You know? Hey, hey Frank, you, you think it'd be a good idea to have a little league, but not allow the parents to be there when they're doing it? Uh yes. Yeah. Or even if you, if you got to put them behind glass, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, behind tinted glass. Because they, they, oh, they affect their kids more than anything. Oh, dude. Like, I know you don't have kids, or, or I don't know if you were at that point to where you were taking Little League in, in baseball. I, like I got two kids yeah. playing oh, sports, oh, man. Oh, I, had, I had four girls that were um, 
that were in softball. They played softball, they played other sports, but softball was their primary sport. Yes. And in high schools, I told them, I go, if you guys don't do a sport in high school, you can't go to school dances. So there they are, fucking, let's go, fucking hit the ball. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, the, the, the parents who were the ones, you could tell, the psycho parents. Yes. And then you can see the way the psycho kids were, you know, and, and you, you know, you can see that connection. Yeah, right? that that affects you, man. But you, you know what's funny? When, when I don't know. I didn't start playing. We used to play baseball with tennis balls, you know, yes. like in, in our little neighborhood. Yeah. And but then I started playing baseball at twelve, and and I got the point. Like I was a really good hitter, like I, it was just in me, right? Hand-eye coordination. Yeah, yeah. Know. So, uh, but I just started playing. My brother went he, he, here and there to my games, but I didn't have a parent there. Oh. So man. like, so I didn't have the pr- the pressure. Of that, you know what I mean. My yeah. mom was at home. Uh, my dad, I don't know where he was, but I did. I did good, dude. I used to, um, I used to hit home runs. Like, I, dude, you know the the worst home run I ever. I felt really bad, and I was twelve. You hit somebody. No, no, no. Well, I'll tell you. I I did hit someone in the chest one time, but <laughs> it was this um, cause you know how certain coaches have kids on the team. Yeah. So they had little Andy. His name was. His name was Little Andy. He was smaller than I was. Uh, and he was the coach's son. And then they let him pitch against me. I just, you know, he just threw and I was like. <laughs> and he took him out. Oh, oh man. Hey, oh. I think for every coach, that's like his worst nightmare, you know? Yeah. Because they're so much into the game and they, they always protect their sons, you know? Or their kids. Plus, plus, if you're a coach and you don't have a kid in the game, something's wrong with you. You're looking for the wrong fucking reason, dude. You're scheduling games on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, I would have felt worse, though, if I would have hit him in the face. So, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. But no, uh, there was a game where I did um, I did hit a kid in the chest. Like, I don't know. I always had a really good centered bat. It was so weird. But I hit it. It bounced like... Right before the pitcher's mouth, and it just, oh. and, it, and the kid just like, where he can't catch his breath yeah. and shit. Oh shit! Oh dude, yeah. That's he, cool. he, you know, thing, you know what though? But when we were younger, we played on the streets, and and we didn't have to be signed up at the park or at the boys' club. We played on the streets, and I remember playing and playing football and running and catching and shit. You don't see that at all anymore. You don't fucking see kids do that shit. It's at all, all specialized sports. Yeah, it's it's all yeah yeah parks and, and whatnot and those and, are the parents and clinics. That, like that, I take my kids to clinics. I mean, man, you know. You know, okay. you know, you know what you haven't seen in a what I thought about one time. You haven't seen those genius kids that are like in sixth grade and are already at Harvard, right? Like I haven't heard of those kids <laughs> yeah. in a while. You know, right? You know what? Nobody appreciates that anymore. <laughs> They're probably, they probably have iPads right now. They, they, will, they will make the news all the time. You know, you know? What, you know what did it to them? Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since they released Pornhub, I know. they stopped going. I think when they released Pornhub, at uh, 12 years old, they stopped going. And then, <laughs> and then when they released the premium uh, for free, at, at fucking 8, they stopped going and shit. Cause, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought about that the other day, and I was like, man, that's crazy. Te- uh, technology has taken away, like... The, the geniuses and take uh, it away their childhood. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, this 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 new Americanism is butchering smart people. Like they are making dumb look good, you know. Like you speak multiple languages. Oh, we're American. We only do English. I reckon, you know, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're like, bro, you barely speak English. Also, you know, you're not really saying much. 
But before uh, speaking multiple languages was cool or smart. And now if you're a smart person, like, 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 oh, you're not really American, you know, like, like they're making dumb look good as an American, you know. So yeah. I think that's doing it too, you know. Like I'm running for president. Look <laughs> <laughs> at that, Frankie, 2020. <laughs> yeah, I I allow this. I, uh, I, I don't have a shot, bro. I'm too nice, you know. <laughs> you got the L A F C fans, bro. <laughs> uh, and not only by by because uh, my cousin has season tickets, I seek. So I have to wear their stuff to get the free tickets. <laughs> yeah. You know who's a big uh, L A F C fan? Sick Jackin. Sick uh, from Psycho Psycho Realm. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. remember him? Right. Yeah, we did a show in uh, in Southgate for the Super Bowl, and he was there. We got Crazy. to hang out with him. Yeah, he was cool. So they're, they're they have like a fan base. The L A the L A F C the L A F C Psychos, I think they're called. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I like those dudes. Uh, uh from where my cousin seats are, across the field, there's a twenty two fifty two or whatever. There's a number for the number of fans. Yeah. And the the, the porras, you know, the the crazy um. The, the crazy dudes the, with those cheers drums. With the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that all game, they're, they're screaming, you know? Yeah. So those guys are cool, man. I want to sit over there, man. Oh, you don't like, have the energy for it, Frankie. Dude, I don't my, think you do it. You know what? Where my, where I'm, where my cousin is seats, people complain about me screaming and standing up. <laughs> like, dude, like, come on, man. Yeah. So, I mean, because of that, I don't want to go to another game, you know? <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, I was um, I was coming back. So yes. I was driving back. And uh, I don't know if you get the same feeling, Frankie, or, or you went to this, but every time we would go down to Baja, for some reason we would eat Tommy's. Did you, do you remember that being a thing? It yes. was the Tommy's off the, the, the freeway, right? On Ontario Exit on the 15 freeway. <laughs> that one there. I went to a different Tommy's. On the way back, I, I entered it, you know, you know, Google Earth it. Really? I said, I feel like eating Tommy's. I have that, that appetite. I go to Tommy's and I go look at the menu. And I'm like, I'm checking it out. And I go, all right, I'm going to get that. And there is a mega burger or mega meal. This thing has three meats on it. It's a heart attack meal, man. Three meats on it, large drink, fries with, with, with the, the chili on it. Yes. And I'm at the counter and the lady goes, would you like all quarter pound patties? Three. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I'm man. like, well, I'm not fucking here for my house, right? I go, do it. <laughs> if I'm my Tommy's, you know. <laughs> my, my, my meal, my meal. Burger, fries, and drink was $19. <laughs> and you know what I wanted to ask you was, do you think there's too many restaurants that are bowing down to pressure like, oh, fuck, uh, uh, diabetes and, and you know, this shit's coming up. Kid, people are dying. So let's start offering a salad. Let's start offering things that, that people, well, that, not that people want. People don't want that shit when you go to McDonald's. But yes. it's not offering it so we look, we look like we're trying something. Yes. You know, they bowed down to it. Tommy said, fuck you. There's, there's no way we could ever do that with our menu. There's, no, there's nothing here that, 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 that we, can, we can change. And, and they said, fuck it. We'll double down on what we're already doing and make it fucking bigger. Yes. I went in there, dude, and I, I didn't finish the burger because I ran out of fucking chili to dip it in. <laughs> you, know how, you know how it stays on your, your yes. wrapper and you kind of like rub it on the wrapper and you eat it? I ran out of that. And so it got dry. I said, fuck it. The, I had the fries and then fucking a gallon of fucking Coca Cola. Tommy's, uh, In and Out. No, In and Out the same size. In and Out has not changed. You can get but more by a salad. You can get more. You can get more patties, but it, but they haven't changed. They haven't gone worse or better. They're still the same menu. And I I can say that because I have the girls that work at In and Out, yeah. so I know that their their menu hasn't changed. But Tommy's, 
uh, throw uh, three patties in there, throw uh, uh, quarter pound patties in there, uh, chili on everything. So, uh, yeah, man, they 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 they, That's just, their they, they either don't care, they just want to get rid of the product. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get, yeah. hey, you want three quarter patties? Yeah, right. dude, I, 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 I don't really give a fuck. I don't really give a fuck. But there's a lot of them that, that bow down that, that, that they say, fuck I, it, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, when when I eat a lot of meat, it just it just makes me feel a certain way. Sluggish, bro. Yeah. You know what though? But I I guess I follow you. You eat pretty good, dude. Your marisco spots are fucking badass. Oh, uh, dude. Hey, you got, hey, you guys talk about all. I hit you up. I hit you up. I go. Wait, I saw you eating something. You go. Where you at, dude? And and um. I didn't respond. No, no, you responded. You told me you think oh. you were out of Alvarado or something. Uh, really. I forgot where you were at, dude, but you responded, dude. But that, that, that looked fucking pretty Ah, good. dude, there's a place called El Perihuete. They have one here in El Monte. Um, and, dude, it's pretty good. Uh, if, you, if you get the the camarón cocido and lemon juice. Oh, man. They have a tacos uyuyuy. And they give you a little uh, shrimp broth. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's, dude, it's it's called El Taliban. Man, that thing is, that thing is oh, good. Water. I got yeah. okay. You, you know what? Uh, have you tried a ceviche joe? Ceviche joe, no. Oh, dude, you, that guy is yeah, fucking good. Dude. Yeah. Try, if, if, I'll, send, I'll send you one of his posts, dude. This guy delivers. Yeah. So uh, go online and, well, not online. Uh, uh, instant message him uh, through uh, Instagram and um, give him the order. He'll take the ceviche. Uh, do you drink? You don't drink, uh, right? Just a few micheladas here and there. Oh, uh, dude, his mich- how good is michelada? Yes. Yeah. And he says he uses a broth from the... From the shrimp and stuff. From the shrimp. When yeah. he boils the shrimp, el caldo que se queda dentro, he makes his michilada out of that, dude. Best I ever had. My wife finally had it, and she fucking fell in love with it, dude. I love it. You gotta, you gotta fucking try it, dude. No, I love... Hey, dude, I love anything with lemon. Oh, dude. Oh, so oh, his, his fish, fish ceviche and a michilada cup, you'll fucking... You'll be good, dog. Yeah. That's, that's our fucking commercial for the day. Right? I know. <laughs> Damn, you guys are making me hungry. Where's this Joe at? Yeah. I'll send you... You fucking pretty good, dude. And like I was saying... Uh, uh, all these burger, all these places are fucking bowing down, dude. And Tommy's don't give a fuck. You think you think they should, Frankie? You think places should fucking serve healthier stuff, or uh, just say this is who we are? Fuck you. I think there's enough uh, enough uh, healthy outlets out there, mm-hmm. and they're family owned, so therefore I don't think they have the the spare capital to just you know create a whole set of the menu. So. So, hey, Tommy's, do your thing, man. I love Tommy's every once in a while. Oh, dude. I, 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 every time I eat it though, I'm hurting for like three days on. I'll admit it, but it's fucking good. Yeah, that, that's what I, <laughs> I, I, I I don't miss feeling like going to sleep and just waking up with a stomach ache. Like I I I dislike that. Heartburn. Oh, dude, oh, I can't worse. do that. It's like when you drink soda. You you know what I notice about when people drink soda? When it's really really carbonated, people always go, ah, "That smells good." <laughs> like what the fuck happened is right here. Right? Yeah. Tequila. What are you drinking, right? <laughs> This fool drank sandpaper. Oh, that shit was good. <laughs> Dug in 320 over here. Ready for the fucking bundle. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah. You, you know what? Um, I, I always said this, and um, there, there's a lot of, like uh, like I said, obesity, obesity, and a bunch of, there's a lot of shit going on out there. I think places that are more likely to cause them, you know, like Donald's and Tommy's, there should always be some kind of tax. To fucking cover that for 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 every for everything like alcohol, there should be a fucking tax on it to cover uh, DUIs and cover fucking manslaughter and all that shit because alcohol causes a lot of fucking problems. 
You yeah, know, right. It does. There should always be a fucking tax. He's a Bernie guy. He's not like Bernie. No, uh, I do. Oh, no, I, I've never heard it. I never we heard him speak. But we know who he's voting for. <laughs> I, I can't vote him on a U.S. citizen. Oh. But uh, I think that there's there should be a tax on everything. Drugs should be fucking legal. Just fucking tax the shit on them so they can fucking pay for the you know the the the, the problems they cause. You it's know? it's cr- it's crazy, man. Like how much money runs through this country, but somehow it doesn't get to people. Like yeah, to the bottom. right. It doesn't get to know, like, it doesn't get to us. It's just, like, this this circle of, man, I got to keep doing this, and if I switch this, it might not work out. Like, it's fuck, it's it's tough, you know? Yes. And, um, and, yeah. You, uh, you voting? I'm probably voting. <laughs> you know you're voting for? You might not say. Yeah, don't uh, say it, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say. <laughs> what, what, why is that such a big thing? Because if I could vote, I vote for fucking... Uh, well, uh, well he's in entertainment... So they always say in entertainment, never take Have you a seen sight. Shows? I just uh, entertainment. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? He's I'm an do- actor. I'm you're doing in- Lito's courtroom tonight. <laughs> you're hey man, you're entertainment. Uh, nah, you're going to be in acting. Nah. So you can't take a sign. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's true. Like, um, that's one thing too that you learn. Like, you don't want to say certain things. You just don't. And you get labeled that. Yeah. Well, not labeled that. It's just like I mean, we live in a technology. Tech, that's why posting is cool if it hits. But if you keep posting, people eventually will get you, you know, with with the stuff that you're posting. So it's like you just have to be careful what you say. Yes. You know, you know what? I, I don't worry about that at all. I'm not a, I'm not a stand-up comic like you guys, and I don't, mm. I, don't, I, don't I don't see a future yeah. in, in any of that, dude. My future is keep doing the podcast, and then someone talks shit, it was like, because they listen. Yeah. Perfect, you know? That's all. That's, I'm not worried yeah. about it. Frankie, Frankie's the, the, the opposite. I mean, way, way on the other side where I feel like he wants to run for office. I think he wants to run for like the, the mayor of Upland or something. One if of I, <laughs> you look like you would. Right? If anything stops me from progressing in anything, I don't want it to be something that I said or did, you know, that get, that I get labeled whether it's anti-anything, you know. Well, so, but, but, but stop you from progressing. And, but it's going to stop you from being who you are. You know, if you want to say something, you're not going to say it because you wear, you know, you can't worry about the consequences if it's if it's who you are, you know? Yeah, I mean... You know what I mean? At, at the end of the day, you're going to be that Led Zeppelin angel with no weenie, it, dude. It's be like, like, <laughs> like, here I am and I don't have a side and, you know, and... You know, yeah, so, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's only gonna that's only gonna happen if you're like a big star and you're on TV. Yeah, and they'll like, go back to yeah, like ten years. Like ago, when Frankie they, on this podcast said said that he agrees with with waffles what? and chicken. <laughs> Frankie likes waffles. Well, and Well, you chicken. know what, man? I I don't I do not want keeping it real to keep me back. You know. <laughs> Are you worried about your current job or what you plan to do in the future? Well, what I plan to do in the future, you know? Oh, okay. I mean, right. I want to keep progressing in everything I do as far as it'll take me. And I, I, I'm not putting a price on it. I'm putting what, it as exposure, you know? What if you never finished the race because you never stepped on the pedal all the way? You know? That's not stepping on the pedal. Okay. No, no, what if you don't win the race because you never stepped on the pedal all keep, the way? Keeping and, it. And, 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 and because, I, you know, I, I know you and, you know, I, I know you for a while. And I know that, you know, you could say some stuff that could be, you could push the envelope sometimes. Yes. You try not to on, on this, right? Yes. So, I, I, I find the other Frankie more entertaining, and, and I think that maybe you just step on the pedal so you can win the race. Because, you know, you, you're going to be like, a, hey, I'm going to do 60. Well, fuck, everybody's doing 85 because they don't fucking care. So, they're going to finish the race, you know? True. 
But uh, I just, uh, I, I don't want to be a victim of keeping it real, you know. <laughs> to me, that just sounds like you're, you're comfortable with keeping it real. Good for you. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not there. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable trying to be rated PG, general admission. And I want to say jokes to everybody. Yeah. Not just to East LA folks, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? Uh, what was that? That bubble gum that, uh, or that chewing gum that uh, big boy used to chew? Uh, nigga Derby CQ, CQ, right? Hey. <laughs> ghetto Derm CQ, bro. It was Ghetto Derm? Oh, actually, or did I change it? I think it, I changed it to Ghetto Derm. It was n- Nigga Derm CQ. Yes. Right? Not, not the, well, when yeah. I used to say the joke, I used to say ghetto derm because it's a ghetto thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. uh, taking a medicine to make yourself ready PG and not cuss and all that stuff. You remember Big Boy from Power 106? Yeah. He used to do a skit about that. Yeah, yeah. About, uh, you know how, how there's uh, those patches for uh, for smokers? How there's a patch to take the ghetto it's out called, of it's you. Called, it's called, it's called uh, the, the patch for, for smoking is called nic- uh, nicoderm because nicotine, right? Yeah. And there's a, the, he came out with the patch that says uh, nigga. Right? Yeah, big say, boy. Did I say it right? Big, big boy, big boy in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, he would put it on there, big boy, and then he would sound like Carlton, right? Yes. All right. So I would say ghetto derm because I don't want to say that. Juan is confused as and, fuck, and, but and, at the same time, in our defense, he's not right now. He's not firing all pistons. Uh, he, <laughs> he went outside and and fucking fucking took out the timing chain a little bit and. <laughs> hey, but uh, judge where he's at right now and from what he used to do before. Who? Big boy. Yeah. Like before, he would do a lot of edgy stuff. Yeah, and so he, he don't do anything remotely close to that anymore, no. Yeah, but but maybe it's the radio yeah. station. But he still did it in the public eye, though. He still did it in the public eye. It's not acceptable now, though. It was accepted then, mm-hmm. not now, right? I mean, oh you, yeah. What, you, what do you think? How, how edgy is, is your comedy? Because the last time I seen you was at the 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 Boys and Girls Club for uh, for Kiko for Alfred Robles. Uh, that was a while back. How well, edgy can you well, get? Well, mine's it? is like. Really, really Christian guys. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm edgy. I, I just think that when you write your jokes, how far do you, you write a joke and says, "Fuck that, that's fucking nuts." I can't use that word. Uh, no, I only. I only go as far as the story goes. Like, like if I were to tell you a story of of what happened to me in in, uh, in Tacoma, Washington, with a comedian, where I had, you know, I had. I had met a, a chick, and he he was sitting in a chair like this. What's up, bro? Right, like so. That's as far as that story would go. So, I only go. I only cross the line unless I know like that that the story I'm saying has correlates. Yeah, like, that I have to cross the line in order for. There's a to, point for two two. There's a there's yeah. A point, yeah yeah. So, but even then, I would explain it in a way where it wouldn't be dirty and and then that's where you know practice comes in because you could cuss but a comedian older comedian taught me when you cuss it takes away from your punchline because they think that's what they're supposed to laugh at so when i do i don't really write edgy stuff like i'll just i'll just write oh man what would make people what would make people be like, what the fuck? Like, like that. You know what I mean? But nothing nasty. Because I'm not, like, I don't know. I mean, when people write nasty shit or, or, or cross the line, like, it, they also know that, yeah, it's going to be funny to the people that are willing to laugh at crossing the line. But then you have uh, the other people that are like, oh, this motherfucker crossed the line right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
It it all depends. Like, and I don't, and I learned that early on in comedy. Like, don't cross the line. Just say what. Just talk about what you see. Yes. And you try and explain it in a more watered down way, where you know, even if it's something bad, you're explaining it in a way like, "Hey, I'm not saying it with bad intent." You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So it's you know you just you just it, so if you want to be edgy, be edgy, but you also have to learn how to write. You can't just write edgy and expect it to be perfect. You're gonna say some stuff that's gonna offend some people. Yeah, because you're right over the line. So I mean, you don't know how they're gonna take it. You know yeah. how it's gonna land. You know. Yeah. So. That's why you have to learn how to explain it, and and, and that's why that's where practice comes in. You're not gonna be able to get that right now. You, man, I'm telling you, like looking back, if if I were to be in your position right now, I I'd be like, God damn, you know, like I'm glad I made it this far. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it, it gives you perspective. Because I used to try and ride edgy, and it just wouldn't work for me. It never did. Like I I used to um, I used to have a joke where I'd be like. Hey man, you know you ever you ever been so high like that that you think some stuff is other stuff, and you know I was one one time I was really high at church, so you know that's already edgy, like so and I'm uh, man and I'm getting mad at this lady, you know because she has a because she has like this thing right here, and I was like man this lady's so disrespectful man she has an iPod at church. <laughs> You know, and I was like, oh, shit, it's a pacemaker. <laughs> so, see, I mean, that was my edgy stuff, but it's, I just don't feel that because I feel like, fuck, I'm clowning some diabetic lady and shit. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. So, so when I have a joke, my joke about my diabetic coworker, I'm, like, I'm not attacking diabetics. I'm attacking that specific diabetic. Be, and, and that's crossing the line because I'm like, oh, this fucking lying-ass diabetic motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used to work with him, so... Mm-hmm. That's crossing the line in a sense, but I'm making it like, man, I used to dislike working this with this guy because of this. So I give it to them with an explanation. So if you're going to be edgy... Like a soft entrance, you know? If you're going to be edgy, you better have a great explanation, man. Yes. <laughs> you know, because you could say it and expect to get the reaction you want, but it might not. So there has to be a great explanation after every one of those edgy thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a diabetic... Uh, co-worker I golf with so now you're taking my jokes or what no I'm giving you more stuff for, for your joke I'm giving you more <laughs> so I used to make fun of him because he eats the craziest nastiest stuff and he's just always shooting himself all day I'm like bro you're gonna walk around with syringes sticking out of you like a bull you know the bull has those spikes on him when they're killing him just to keep himself eating burgers and burritos so he's a diabetic but he's still trying to live his old life like eating crazy you know Ugh. Uh, yeah, all day like <laughs> shooting yourself and eating burritos. I don't want to. I don't, I don't think I want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it at the lying part. Oh man, so yeah, so that's that. crossing the line because that should make me feel uncomfortable, Frank. <laughs> hey, you are uh, you're gonna be tonight. We're releasing this next week, so it's it doesn't. Uh, we're not really promoting it, but you're gonna be at Litos tonight mm-hmm. with um, who who promotes that show? Uh, uh, Narciso. 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 I, I, we were at, at that show. He does. He has that place once a month, right? Mm-hmm. We were there a month ago, mm-hmm. and uh, that place is, is tight. Meaning it gets crowded in there, man. Have yeah. you been there? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it gets crowded. Well, it's a little small. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I was there once. It's a small little space, right? Yeah, it's a bar. On a Friday yeah. night? Yeah, it's, it gets tight in there, man. My wife and I went in there, and it was packed. Good crowd. Everybody was, you know, was enjoying it, but yeah. it's it's a good crowd, man. It's a good crowd. All right, cool, man. I'm over here getting anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should be good. There's a lot of trolls, but you'd be good, dog. Yeah, I better take this Yankee hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put them on. Let's Raiders. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> I really get hit up. Are you a Dodger fan? Or are you Yankees? I thought it was the New York Black Yankees. It's the um, the Negro Leagues. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But I'm a Dodger fan. Diehard Dodger fan. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I just like collecting hats. Like, uh, I, You know what's funny? Like, I've always gotten lucky finding really, really good hats. I, I found a L.A. Dodger hat with the gray rim right here. Yes. With... The pack, the the Jackie Robinson, fiftieth anniversary, mm-hmm. my size, the last one. I found another hat, uh, the Mexico cap. It was navy blue, and it had the a green M, and it had the Mexican flag right here. Dang. My size again. Where do you get to that? Fias Paderes. Do you frequent the the hat places or? <laughs> I just I just go from lids to lids, and I find yeah, deals. Um, yeah, like I found this one. I I bought at this place. Uh, it was called Mickey's Place in Cooperstown. Uh, I, I ordered it online, and because I like the stitching, I mean, it's just it's cool. You know, it's like nineteen mm-hmm. twenties. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always like collecting hats. Like I had a lot of Negro League hats, and um, so yeah, that's cool, man. Hey, uh, Juana. Yes. Any advice you would give a new comic, bro? Uh, I know, I know you. You're. Oh, uh, you know. You have a lot of dollars, but. Yeah, um, I would just, I would just say, man, get ready to be in it for a long time. You know, if you plan, if you plan on being successful, I mean, yes, it's not just about getting up there performing. Your friends will come watch you. You haven't made it. You know, you got to go out there and, and and experience different crowds, and it's 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 a big journey. So, I mean, if you're willing to go into it, cool. You know, like. Cause we started and we were like diehards, yes. diehards, man, diehard. We went hard for comedy, but then you learn, you know, you need to put energy in other places too. So, you know, we we did it the other way. You're you're doing it the opposite way. I did it. I went hard for comedy. It got me things. Now I learned like, not every everything is worth fighting for. So, you have to be you have to be able to want to be there for a long time and adjust every year you know become better all the time yes because if you're the same person you were years ago you you know you've wasted time you know what i mean like so so yeah it's just be ready to work hard if you really want it if you don't then just i've seen you you a lot of posts not even your posts different people post stuff and you're at a lot of different places, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you've, been, you've been working on that lady. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. It's just it's just showing face. Like one thing I learned, uh, and this is the reason why it's good to be there a long time, is because look, man. Even now, I don't I don't have a network. I don't I don't have people that 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 just want to book me. Like my gigs pop out of nowhere. Like hey, you want to do this? You want to do like. And that's because of the work I put in years ago. People remember me, and it's like, and it's like I established myself. I started very young, like I yes. like I said, like I took my shots very young, 
So now I know how to shoot when those situations come. You know, so that's why that's the advice. Like, if you really, really want to last, you got to learn everything. There's no shortcuts. I mean, like, just, man, bringing back Kobe Bryant, no shortcuts. This guy, you know, he started at a young age and he took it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, he went through his adversity, even him. Yes. Even he went through his adversity, you know, like, so and he and he managed to pull it off again. So it's like you have to be in it for the long run. It's just not temporary. Temporary. Yes. If you're just doing it temporary, then you're you know, like you gotta be a diehard. Yes. You know. So. All right, Frank. You got anything, Frankie? That's cool, man. Yes. Um. You know, you you've been in comedy for a long time. You ever thought about doing promoting promotions yourself? Promotion. Like promoting like a a show yourself. Since you know so many comics, you know. Well, I used to do my birthday show uh, at the Ice House, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work, man. Like, that's what people don't get. Like, you, you, you're the one that's convincing people to come watch you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, used to, I used to charge. You know, it's not like these comics that are like, oh, free guest list, free guest list. Man, I could, I could get 200 people to come watch me. And, and and I get, what, 200 bucks? And then I still have to pay out my comics? Yeah. So what? I'm going to pay them 25 bucks? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I I never, I always, like, this is one thing I learned from my peers is they always charged. And you value yourself. You yes. value yourself. Because when I used to tell people free guest list, the next, when I invite, would invite them to a show that, that charged, they'd be like, oh, you invite me to the next one, dog. You know, like, mm-hmm. well... Oh, not, well, that the next one's gonna charge too. Like it's, and that's my point. Like, you, you, you learn, you learn your your value. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like so, then and the and the three shows that I did, they were all successful. People paid. People, yes. pe- dude, put it this way: people in the internet came and watched my show. They weren't, yeah, yeah they weren't even like, they weren't even my people, but. The stressful part is when people are hitting you up. Hey, I'm not gonna make it. Hey, I can't make it, and you're just like, fuck. And then the manager's asking, Hey, are we gonna be busy tonight, buddy? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, you don't know who to, you know, what to answer. Yes. And then, you know, just by the faith of God or whatever it was, I mean, all the shows packed out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I've produced. It's just, I really don't like that anxiety of, uh, of, of hope. Yeah, of hoping. Someone's gonna show up. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, they have teams for that. You know what I'm yes. saying? So a lot of these comics that pack these rooms, they either have a good promoter, or they, or they uh, do it themselves, or they have free guest list. So you're never gonna get respect doing a guest list, guest list, guest list, guest list. Yeah, you you know, you might get a temporary like, hey, bro, you're fucking funny. You're funner than the headliner. Like, but you're never gonna really get success with those free ticket shows, you know. Like it's, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Like people respect places where people put money into. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Because if free shows, you could hire anybody. Oh, it was free, you know. Like it's it's like a free product that you're gonna like. What are you gonna get for free? Like that's a good point, man. Yeah, yeah. all right. Think, think, I mean, just just think about all the shows that they do with the same people, same people, all the time. Mm-hmm. Why? Because 
because the budget is low because of the guest list. That a manager told me that she's like, you know what's good? She's like that you charge because you make eight hundred bucks versus making two fifty. Mm. I see what it's you mean. true. Yes. But the stress of it, dude, and with my anxiety, I panic. I panic. Even though it's, everything's gonna be okay, I, I just it's it's nerve wracking. Yeah. And then you have to take the stage. <laughs> yeah, too. And Man. then people, hey, uh, who's paying me? Hey, can I get a drink ticket? Like, pff, all that shit. People forget about that shit, you know? Like, and then you're sad, and then yeah. the comments are, hey, can I go up? I gotta go. Like, you Man. know? Dude, I'm telling you. It, <laughs> it, it sounds it, like a lot of work, yeah. man. Crazy. Yeah, so. So that, that's why those shows that have all these seven comics that bring 10 people each, I mean. It, you know, they're going to pack it out. Yeah. New comics always pack the shit out. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, people are like, hey, we'll support you. And after a while, they, they stop coming. Right. <laughs> Sad reality, Frank. I don't know. We're going to be up at Oxnard on uh, Sunday. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't given out tickets, man. I always tell people, hey, support the fucking artists, fuckers, you know? Nah, it's good. It's far. I mean, if your people are out here, they're not going to drive all the way to <laughs> Oxnard. Yeah. Unless they're really your folks, you know? Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see who shows up. They're my folks. Eh? <laughs> Amber doesn't show up. Yeah, you're excluded from a Christmas Sean Luke's going to show up for sure. <laughs> you got like six people, man. Yeah, so yeah, far. We're, gonna, we're, we're headed up there. Yeah. Yeah. Ceviche Joe's going too. All right, man. We're uh, getting towards uh, the end. And I know you got to head over to Litos. Yeah. Well, I got, I got time. So So uh, we're getting towards the end. You got anything you want to promote? Any? Um, Nothing, man. Just. You know, positive vibes to everybody, and that's it. Like, that's cool, man. That I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to promote here. You Just got any uh, any spots you're gonna be at? Uh, that or even last time you told us to watch the movie, uh, the Green Book, and that was a good movie, you man. You saw it? Yes, oh, yeah. I uh, saw it, man. It was really good. Have you guys? Okay, have you guys seen a movie called Shot Collar? No. Okay, man. You guys need to watch it. It's it's a it's um it's about a uh, it's about a stockbroker from Pasadena. Uh, he, but the, his character comes out on the Game of Thrones, and I forgot the name of the actor, but he um, talking about vehicular manslaughter. You know, he goes out on a date with his wife and his best friend, and this who runs a red light, and a car hits them. His friend dies. They charge him with vehicular manslaughter, send him to prison, where his lawyer tells him, hey, dude, like, this is federal prison. Like, you have to jump, like, if someone starts stuff with you. So he gets in a fight on his first day on the yard. You know, the white, the the Aryan Brotherhood accepts him. And they're like, hey, well, you know, like, with that, with that, with this hanging out stuff, like, it comes with a price. Yes. Or you, and he tells them, or, you, or you, you know, or you could go back to that lone wolf shit. <laughs> So, you know, he starts, he's like a square, and then he starts to turn more and more into a gangster in prison. Crazy. So, yeah, so he gets out of jail. Like, it's crazy because he, he protects one of the Mexican prisoners, the, the, the head. It's a, it's a prison riot. So he, pre- he saves him from an attack. So now he owes him a favor. So then he gets out of jail. Because he gets in with, he gets in high with, with that gang. So now they give him parole. So he gets out, does some deals. 
But the reason he came back into prison was because the main head had threatened to kill his family. So he came back into prison to go up against the top guy. And so he ends up taking him out. So he becomes a shot caller now. You guys should watch it. It's it's man. It's really good. I didn't want to give up That's the whole plan, story. Man. No, yeah. it's a good one. You guys will like it. I'm telling okay, you. Okay, cool. Netflix. Ah, uh, yes, not on Netflix. On Netflix right. right. Shot caller. Cool. Shot caller. You'll like it. All right, cool. Frankie, what do you got coming up? Well, uh, you know what we're releasing this uh, next week, right? Yeah, next week. So, so in that, in that case, uh, I'm just gonna hustle the, around and ask for a show. You have the key taco too. <laughs> <laughs> My key taco every Sunday morning, you know. <laughs> yes, man. So I just, uh, I'm just. Hustling and texting people, see, we could do five minutes here and there, man. So, yeah. yep, nothing, uh, nothing up until May, May twelfth, Ontario yeah. Improv. So you know, again, yeah, uh, I got Alfred. Uh, thanks, Alfred, give me a spot, man. <laughs> hey, why are you looking at me? <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking at the little floor in here. Oh, okay. <laughs> is the microphone on the phone. I didn't give you a spot. <laughs> Are you bragging to me or something? <laughs> no. Damn, Frankie. Uh, I feel like... If that's what you want to say, I'm doing uh, more shows than you. What the hell? <laughs> You're working right now. I'm not, man. <laughs> so it's not really... It wouldn't be bragging, so... <laughs> hey, so May 12th, uh, Mother's Day week. The Actually, the week after Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Everybody come through, man. So, yeah, so I'm uh, hustling. And I'll put on the Instagram for the No, pro- no Father, No Problem. If anything comes up, like anything, small stuff. Hey, uh, another thing, Juan. Um, yes. I was supposed uh, one of the shows you were supposed to do, and I don't know what happened. Uh, La Cura. Uh huh. I, I got to open up in that that show, man. It was pretty cool. Why? Because I wasn't there. I think so. They probably no. That's probably no. why he looked at you when he said, "I'm working for Alfred." That's, that's me. Yeah. Oh, man, he's starting right? shit on that. No, no. I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. It's messy uh, with you, Frankie. Come I'm on. looking forward to no, sharing no, no the stage. Fa- we wanted to see you that day, and you weren't there, dude. Yeah. Well. The, it, it, yeah. It goes. It goes back to the acting class, like. Our teachers like, hey, if you're gonna miss class, just just take a whole month off. So, oh. I I got I gotta think, I gotta think what what's important to me at the moment, you yes. know. Yes. So that and that's what I, and that's why I did that because I'm like, you know what, I, I could do comedy anytime. Yes, you know what I mean. And and I know it's gonna be a long show. There was two guest spots before me, so it's like, you know, I'm gonna be in a hurry. So I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do that, you know. So that's the reason, you know, I I didn't. I didn't cool. show up, you know. But I, I mean, I, I messaged the guy, and I mean, it's yeah. not, it's no, not it's like. Good. I'm just saying, I was looking. Sorry, forward. fella. Sorry. Yeah. I was looking forward to sharing the stage, man, and you know, and, you know, maybe another time. No, maybe. I mean, because you probably would have got cockier, man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, star- I'm a starving comic, bro. I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> you look hungry, Frankie. you know. Yes, <laughs> You're already giving me tags about the needles. I'm on. Whoa, 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 buddy. <laughs> just All right, you know what? Um... February 21st is today. Yes. February 23rd is uh, Sunday, right? Yep. Yes. My uh, my daughter, Kiani, is turning uh, 27 today. My daughter, Marlene, is turning 27 on Sunday. If you're Mexican, you understand that math. <laughs> so so uh, I'm releasing this a little bit late, but uh, Kiani and Marlene, I love you too. And I hope you guys have a good birthday. Woo! Time flies, bro. Yeah, 20 fucking 7. God. Seven. So, right. uh, happy birthday, girls. Happy birthday. All right. So, um, we're, Juan, thank yes. you very much for coming all the way out here. Thanks for joining us, bro. Uh, joining us and giving us an update and uh, yep. listening to our crap, bro. Yep, no worries. All right. Appreciate it. Everybody, thanks for listening. We're out. Peace. All right.